Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with doctor and spiritual burnout coach, Julie Hutzel-Starling. She is a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine, certified health coach, soul realignment practitioner, and a yoga teacher. She has worked as an acupuncturist in private practice for over 16 years, and in that time, she dealt with major burnout several times. Each time was successfully worse and more difficult to overcome than the one before. Once she finally got to the root cause of what was causing the burnout, the symptoms disappeared and have stayed away. We get into the full story. Enjoy the interview. Hey, thanks for taking a minute out to the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Before we get into your life, very interesting stuff. I'm curious how you survived the last two years during this pandemic and lockdown, how you got through it, and how that time period subsequently not only changed the way that you approach life, but the way that you approach your business. Yeah, well, um, I survived the last two years by going deeply inward. Um, It's actually been a time for tremendous growth and healing for me. Um, And it allowed me the time. So I had a practice, an acupuncture practice that I closed for six weeks at the beginning of the lockdown. And that was the first time in my whole life that I hadn't worked. And um, and I, for years, have been wanting to get out of doing acupuncture and more into coaching. And and in that space of time, I realized that I could. And so it actually really opened me up to huge possibilities that I had not allowed myself to consider before. And, and I guess that's... Oh, no, go ahead. No, you're oh, no, I was just going to say, and as a result of that, it actually, like, totally just completely transformed my life in the best way possible. And my business has just thrived since allowing myself to step into that possibility of something different. I, you know, and I guess that's the thing. I'm overwhelmingly hearing people talk about the good things that have happened. I mean, there was a lot that went into this that was negative, but there's a lot of good things. And I think it all depends on how you are when you went into this. If you were someone that was positive and optimistic and tended to see the glass half full, I would think that this would be the time for for you, the proverbial you, to find a way to make your life better because of that. Yeah, I think I think that is probably true on a lot of levels. Um, I'm always kind of in the pursuit of. Well, I don't like the word pursuit anymore, but at the time I was more in the pursuit. And now I'm just in the being, but always about just kind of, you know, just more growth, more understanding of me and diving deeper into my healing journey. And so the space that I suddenly had to do that was really powerful and transformational for me. Let me let me kind of figure out exactly what you do here in a way that everybody can kind of grab onto and understand. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of grade school kids, third graders in a career day. One of the kids is going to look up at you and say, what is it that you do for a living? How do you answer that child? I would say that I help people feel better from um, burnout. So burnout is when people lose just complete motivation and joy for their work and for their lives. And I help people reclaim themselves and refine their joy. So to a guy, an older guy like me, how do you explain exactly what you do? How do you kind of add several layers to what, what is what is it that you really 
I guess more than anything else, what motivates you to do this and what is it exactly that you want to do? Yeah, so what motivates me is that I struggled with burnout in um, my practice for many, many, many years. And I had all of these healing tools and I did all of the things to to heal myself, to help myself, and yet the burnout kept coming back. And I didn't understand why I was not feeling joy in my work. And um, so... Now that I'm on the other side of that and I finally got to the understanding of why it was happening and have made all of the changes um, to bring me joy every day, basically, I am so passionate about helping other people find their joy as well because it is imperative. So, I mean, we are a country of burnout, burned out people and um, it is possible to feel joy in your day-to-day life. On, a, on the constant, you know, on like the very normal. It doesn't have to be um, once in a blue moon type thing. And I'm really passionate about sharing that with people and helping them also find that for themselves. So when you were in the third grade, what did you envision that you were going to become when you grew up? <laughs> when I was in the third grade, I think I wanted to be a school teacher. <laughs> Excellent. Are you happy with how everything turned out? Oh, my God, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm very glad I didn't go into school teaching um, <laughs> for many reasons. But, uh, but yeah, no, I am so happy now with the way things have turned out thus far. So for us to have proper perspective here and, and for you to have proper perspective, all of us, let's go back to the beginnings of your life. Talk to me a little bit about where you were born and raised. And there was obviously seeds that were put in you to get into the medical profession and to find this journey that you're on right now and this career change. So talk to me a little bit about how all of these kind of took root and became who you are right now. Yeah, so I grew up in Southern California, and um, I had, my parents divorced when I was very young, and I lived primarily with my mom, and she was an alcoholic, and um so I, I basically, I grew up with a single parent who was an alcoholic. And I was, and so I had, I dealt with a lot of physical, sometimes, not, excuse me, mostly emotional, every once in a while, physical abuse as well. But um, I grew up on living on eggshells, basically, walking on eggshells. Um, and at the same time, always hoping and, and wanting um, acceptance for who I was and love and all of the primal needs that kids have that they want from their parents, right? So so that was kind of um, the background. And so as a result, I, you know, I didn't grow up with communication skills. I didn't know how to have conversations. All I knew was passive-aggressive <laughs> communication and circular reasoning. Um, and so I had to learn all of that on my own the hard way by um, seeing what kind of dysfunction I was creating in my relationships. And I, um, I got into acupuncture originally because I had chronic pain. I developed repetitive stress injury from using the computer. And so I had really bad tendonitis in my elbow and in my wrist, and then it kind of spread into the other arm, and then I started having diffuse pain throughout my body. And so that was a turning point for me because I, I had to um, dramatically decrease 
my work, I had been planning to do a master's in public health, and I decided to not do that because I realized my body was trying to tell me that being on the computer all the time was maybe not the best thing for me. <laughs> and so I was um, looking for other things that I could possibly do with my life. And um, in the meanwhile, uh, at the time, um, I was... I, it was like it was a workers' comp situation. So my um, my doctor, and at this time I was living in San Francisco, and my doctor actually referred me to an acupuncturist, and um, and that is what started helping the pain. It was the only thing I'd done. All of the other things, um, you name it, I did it: physical therapy, occupational therapy, biofeedback, chiropractic, all these things. And the only thing that started turning around for me was acupuncture. And so that's what planted the seed of, oh, I wonder if I could study the, that medicine. And I started just kind of learning more about it, and there was a school in the area, so I went there. And anyway, I just started, that, that's how I ended up in Chinese medicine, studying acupuncture was, was my own personal healing experience. And from there, it just launched me onto this trajectory of the healing path for myself and then also for um, helping other people. So soon... Once I finished the schooling for that and started my private practice, and I um, soon thereafter decided I want, wanted to also become a health coach so I'd have more tools to offer people because I quickly learned that while I loved, loved, loved helping people with the acupuncture, um, what I really loved more was giving people healing tools that they could use for themselves so that they could actually reclaim the healing powers within them. And so that's really in a circuitous way, how I ended up here today. <laughs> I like it. That's a great timeline. So in your life, obviously, you needed, you needed to have really good people around you. I mean, you were, you were obviously mm -hmm. needing that. Who would you have considered a role model or a hero for you that kind of was someone that you would model behavior or, or just made you get through the, the times that weren't so good? Yeah, you know, I, um, there were pivotal people in my life um, I would say the first set was in when I was in high school, and that's when it first came to my attention that I, my mother was an alcoholic. I didn't even know because if you grow up with something, you, it's just normal for, for you, right? So you don't even know. Um, so we would get home from school, and we would call my mom at the bar in town to let her know we were home from school. And... Um, so one of my friends, this um, girl who moved into town, we became friends. I think it was my junior year of high school. And um, and she's the one who pointed it out to me. And I was like, oh, I, I never even, I didn't even know that. So that was, and then she and her whole, I ended up working for her family. We, I lived in a very small town on the coast of California, and it was, very, it was a tourist town. And so pretty much all of us in high school, we all started working when we were very young and in all the different um, establishments. So I worked with them, and they kind of became my surrogate family. And um, so they were very pivotal in, my, um, in the initial kind of awakening of my healing journey. And they definitely got me through a lot of um, rough times. And then I would say um, another person was actually um, a former boyfriend, someone that I dated for a long time. He was really kind of pivotal for me. He's the one who really encouraged me to study Chinese medicine. Um, 
So, yeah, so he was also really profoundly um, important. And then my my current husband now, he's been, we, we've been together for, um, I think, 11 years now. So he's just, he's really been such a rock for me. And he's encouraged me to explore different avenues in my career. He encouraged me to go out on my own, quit my job as an employee acupuncturist and start my own practice. And, and you know, he's just kind of been right by my side this whole time and really my cheerleader. So those are the three kind of pivotal people that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure there's been more. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this. If you could meet anybody alive on the planet right now, who would you love to meet? Who would you love to talk to? I honestly don't know. And I... <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Well, what about somebody from your past? Is there anybody that's not alive from your past that you would have loved to have talked to? Let's see. I I mean, I would love to... Um, talk to my mom again now that she's on the other side. And I know um, at, by the time she passed, we had a relationship again. Um, and I know she had done a, kind of a lot of healing at the end, towards the end. And so I'd love to talk to her now, um, now that she's on the other side. And just because um, I've done so much healing since her death. She she passed away three years ago. Um, so I think I think I'd love to talk to my mom again. Wonderful. Let me ask you about, you know, inspirations like art. What Was there a book for you, an album? Was there anything growing up that was very inspirational that you always returned to? So let me ask you this. Based on what you've learned and lived in your life, um, if if you have a dream that I run into your younger version of yourself, say in your 20s, and you could give that version of yourself a piece of advice based on the wisdom and the avenues you've been down, what would you tell your young version? Oh, my gosh. I would tell her you are – you are perfect as you are. You don't have to keep trying so hard to be someone that you're not so that you'll be accepted and so that you'll be loved. Um, just be you. Allow yourself to be you. And and also um, trust yourself. Trust your intuition. So, yeah. So what's been the, one of the best responses you've gotten from a client from your work before? Something that stands that? out. One of the best responses, did you say? Yeah, like a like a best, like a fan letter, something like that. Well, I I've had many, but there's one that just um, that just was recent that came into my mind that she um, you know she came in and um, we've been working together with the coaching soul alignment coaching to help her just she just knew something wasn't she just wasn't feeling. Uh, she she knew she was missing something in life. She just was not feeling complete, and she felt like there, it was the time to just kind of find herself, if you will. And in the course of that, what has happened is that her relationship with her husband has just blossomed into this whole other thing that she had no expectations for at all. And um, she sent me this email of just all of these things that he suddenly just, Said he wrote her this beautiful Christmas card with all of these beautiful doting things that he's never used to do, and um, it's just it's been really neat to just watch her surprise and then also just her joy at just seeing how beautifully the relationship is blossoming just from her taking care of herself more and really stepping into who she really is. 
So everyone out there has a perception of you, an idea of who they think you are, your family, your friends, your clients, but you're the one that lives your life. You have a perception of yourself. Who do you think you are? <laughs> I'm a deeply passionate and compassionate, um, super good listener, and I really care about about people and real. I really strongly desire for people to tap into their own abilities to heal themselves and to and to know themselves to trust themselves because it, we all have that potential within us and um, and we've lost it along the way and I just that is really kind of my mission is just to help people find that again wonderful so if anyone out there wants to learn more about you and your services and what you do, Julie, where's the best place for them to go on the web? So my website is drjuliehutzelstarling.com. And that is the best place to find me. Um, I'm also on Facebook at Julie Hutzel Starling. Wonderful. Julie, thank you for taking some time out. I really appreciate it opening up and have a great 2023. Thank you so much, and you as well. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, and music from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube and Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Music.